and they cut all of his clothes off and then he had two penises. Hello and welcome to Make Me, the podcast where Julia and I force each other to do the things that we couldn't be bothered to do ourselves. I'm Jordan Stedman. And I'm Julia Weeks. Hey, hey, hey. hey. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to be here. I just, I wanted to start this. I've been thinking about, I got all the warm fuzzies about our podcast. Oh. And I was thinking about how nice it is to like have scheduled time to talk to a friend. Because every day feels exactly the same, even though we're supposedly coming out on the other side of COVID. So yeah, I just want to say it feels good to talk to you every week, and I'm thankful for this podcast. I love you. I'm. I was just thinking about that too. I was like, I get to look forward to my Fridays, and it doesn't. It does feel like a nice, true break from the monotony of life. And it's like this sounds so sad, but it's like a really good way to, like mark time because mm-hmm. I can count back in time and be like okay well we did this episode and then we did parody song and then we did whatever and like that's the only thing that changes each week is like what we talked about on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> it, it's so funny because every week I feel like we've been doing this for three weeks like it just feels like it's yes. been no time at all <laughs> but then like if you think about it like we've been doing it for almost a year and sometimes I'll like be in bed and I'll like wake up really quickly and remember that like I like I can't even remember now but like we've done weird like make me's for how many weeks yeah and half of those were like double make me's so we've done like 60 make me's probably now yeah it's nuts also I Nathan dm'd me and was like I'm listening to the podcast and I agree and I was like yes (laughs) finally (laughs) like someone's texting me while they're listening to the podcast (laughs) Well, speaking of, I had something to talk about because Nathan texted me. He FaceTimed me yesterday because he was listening to the episode. I don't remember oh. what episode. Oh, it was the episode where we brought Tessa on as a guest. Yeah. And I said something. We said something about Peter Jackson and no one knew who Peter Jackson was. And I guess <laughs> I said that he's an okay director who makes okay action movies. And he he FaceTimed me and was like, I just like, he's like, I can't believe that you just said Peter Jackson's an okay blah, blah, blah. And he's, I was like, okay. He's like, he's like, he directed Lord of the Rings. And what I'm going to say is I didn't necessarily rem- know who Peter Jackson was before when I said it. And now knowing what I like, what I said, I stand by what I said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was trying to make some kind of point and tell me that like, he's a great director. It's like, you need to remember that he made Lord of the Rings movies and, and I stand like, by what I said. An okay. <laughs> action movie. <laughs> I have to say every action movie I've ever seen can be described as an okay action movie. <laughs> yeah. And and the thing is, like, I'm not looking for, a, like, a mind-blowing action no. movie. You know what I mean? Like, this is not against action movies, but I'm also not trying to, like, be wowed. Except we just did watch Godzilla versus Kong. And it was, was really sick. Good. It was great. I mean, a good action movie is a good action movie. But it's not, like, winning an Academy Award. No, no, no. I did almost cry a Maybe couple Lord times, of the Rings though. did. I'm sure it did. I don't know. I don't have... This is my confession is I don't have like Lord of the Rings nostalgia. No, I don't either. So like I didn't watch it with my dad or my siblings. Like I watched Lord of the Rings for the first time like during quarantine. And it also took me like six sittings. I had to treat it like it was like a mini series <laughs> on HBO because like I can't watch three three-hour movies. Like I can't do it. Yeah. I have a really sad anecdote that will make you never want to see Lord of the Rings ever again. I don't want to. So give it to me. <laughs> Well, okay, so they were, like, coming out when we were young, like, 10-ish, probably, a little younger, the first mm-hmm. one, and my parents are divorced, and, like, on the when- on Wednesday nights, we would hang out with my mom, and Lord of the Rings had just come out. I think it was the second one. Whichever one has, like, the weird octopus monster, like, in the water, and they have to, like, fight this fucking thing and get past. That's Pirates of the Caribbean. No, there's, like, <laughs> tentacles in, like, a pond or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, it's like the one night of the week that I get to hang out with my mom with my brother and we go to this movie and it's so packed that we have to split up where we're sitting. So my brother sits like by himself up close and then it's me and my mom in the back. And I only got like halfway through the movie because I was like crying the whole time about how like my family was split up and like I couldn't enjoy the movie Yeah, because I was like this is supposed to be our night together and now I'm watching this fucking thing happen (laughs) and I like my mom took me out of the theater and was like what is wrong and I was like that thing is scary like I couldn't say what was wrong (laughs) I'm sorry that you had to go through that 
That's okay, but fuck Lord of the Rings. Yeah, fuck Lord of the Rings. I'm sorry that if you love Lord of the Rings. Honestly, it's good, but also it erases every other race except for white people and women, and there's no women except for like one elven hottie. Yeah, and she's hot. And Steven Tyler's daughter. Did you know she didn't know that she was Steven Tyler's daughter for the longest time? What? <laughs> yeah. She doesn't identify Steven Tyler as her like father figure. Like her right. who like whoever her like stepdad is is like her dad, you know? So why did she take his last name just for the fame? I don't know. Cause I from I, I could totally be wrong about this, but from what I read, I think it's something like that. Interesting. You know, one of my biggest beef, my longest standing beefs. My slow trickle of a beef <laughs> is looking up a celebrity and then realizing they have connections to another celebrity by blood. Yeah. It's like some person that you're like, oh, this is like a cool new indie singer. And then they're like, dad is a movie star. And you're like, so literally no one can make it in Hollywood unless you are part of the nepotism. Right. Well, also remember we, I forget what episode we talked about this, but like the backdoor into fame, which is like scamming the algorithm into like getting a lot of like, like, like Twitter and all that kind of stuff. Like Lil Nas X, which go him. He's going off. He is going off. I'm really excited about it all. Me too. The new music video is amazing. So good. Thinking about backdoors to fame, I have one more piece of beef, which is that apparently the wealthiest TikToker the wealthiest YouTuber, some fucking social media thing, is this kid who's like 10 years old that uh, reviews games. And uh-huh. he makes like multi-million dollars, like a hundred, this is this is made up number, but let's <laughs> say a hundred million dollars last year. <laughs> Jesus. He just like reviews toys and now apparently has like merchandising deals where they're like making shoes with his face on it and shit and like making toys of their own. Listen, after bread facing and after like exploring, t- I mean, I'm always on TikTok, but like just like having the idea of like bread facing in my head and then watching TikToks, I am like literally this close. And for people who can't see, it's like one <laughs> centimeter in between my fingers right now. I am so close to becoming like a unboxing TikToker because those people probably make so much money. They get so many views. I'm not going to sit here and pretend it's not work because I'm like, that has to be exhausting. Like yeah. making one video for this podcast when, when I make the videos, like I cannot imagine having to produce this so many times. And TikTok uh-huh. is such like a fickle medium because you have to produce so much. Remember the days of like being able to produce like one viral YouTube video that would get you yeah. through for a while. And you did that like once a month and you were like the most popular like YouTuber. TikTokers have to produce like five videos a day to get any kind of views because right. like the way that the algorithm is set up but i was like i could just spend my entire day opening like walmart those like those toys that come in like a rand like you don't know what you get until you open oh, yeah, it kind yeah, of thing yeah. i'm i'm really close mystery packs or whatever yeah i don't know though i was thinking about that kid that like okay he's he's like 10 say he's 10 even if he's younger that's more fucked up but is that like, it's probably fun at first to be like, oh, my God, I get to open toys and, like, review toys. Yeah. That's so fun. I get toys sent to me in the mail. Then, like, it becomes a job where you're a 10-year-old kid unboxing toys, playing with toys and being like, well, this switch doesn't work. And I really like how pink it is and fluffy and whatever. And, like, then you ruin the fun of the toy. The thing, though, is that, like, then the money you get, you can actually get things that you care about. You know what I mean? Because like kids even, like, understand that what $100 million means no i mean i don't the thing is i don't think adults know what 100 million dollars means too 100 million 100 million is not a billion is it a billion no 100 100 million would be one zero zero with six zeros after it a billion is one with nine zeros oh right one with eight zeros is 100 million (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, got it (laughs) sorry i think of numbers like especially big numbers like that and how many zeros they have (laughs) (laughs) but i don't think a kid get like i certainly don't get it and i'm almost 27 uh, a kid is like that goes into a bank account where that doesn't exist well maybe th- maybe that's like the real trick is that this kid like it really just is their hobby and like the love of the toy just hasn't gone away yet if we're gonna go with the idea that this kid has no idea like what 100 million dollars means that would mean that it wouldn't taint him because i feel right. like i kind of have an idea of what 100 million dollars would mean not yeah. really but like i know what it means for me now yeah. So that I feel like it could like I could see I could taste the dark side of having a hundred million dollars. Where that kid's like, yeah, a hundred million dollars is like is like five bouncy castles. It has to be like that's how much it is, you know? <laughs> right. Like similarly, like one of the weirdest like 
it makes me feel gross in my body is seeing the kids on YouTube that like know all of the like turns of phrase to use and like how to speak to camera. And they like just so seamlessly like folded themselves into this world of like, Hey guys, like, welcome to my channel. I'm here today to talk about this product. It's really exciting. Like, let me say shout out to my sponsors. And I'm like, you're a kid. You should be like putting together weird sentences and like doing that thing that kids do when they get excited. They're like, and then, and, 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 and then I, and, and I, I did and that and I got this so toy. Much you could do anything. <laughs> yeah. But not like I am putting, putting together perfect sentences to explain how great this toy is so that you will buy it. And please like, and subscribe because I know that that means more dollars in my bank account. Yeah. Well, not to do point counterpoint, but I do think point. that our parents were saying the exact same thing about us when we were able to just go on the internet and talk to strangers like True. via chat chat sites like i feel like our parents were like what do, what do they do how do they know how to use a computer like i it, i didn't learn how to use a computer until the 80s and the computer was a full room <laughs> like how can these kids just go on the computer yeah. <laughs> and like access all these people they should be outside like playing on the railroad tracks <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think but like, I don't know about you, but even when we do our intro, I'm like, this feels weird. And then when oh, I listen yeah. to other people and they do it so well, I'm like, it feels like I'm talking to a ro- or like listening to a robot. And then when it's a kid, I'm like, oh, that's definitely a robot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's also funny because like we can we can recite all those things, too. And we do it for fun and we do it like silly. Like, you know how like I'm on my Instagram and I'm like, hi, guys, welcome back to my channel. Like, that's not yeah. real. It's not authentic. It just like comes out of my mouth. Oh man. <laughs> I have I have one last thing to say before we get into the make me. Okay. Um I just wanted to update everyone about everydayshirts.com. I don't know oh if anyone's God, yes. anyone's excited. Okay, here's the one good thing, one bad thing. The good thing is that they're amazing and I love them. The bad thing is I was gonna wear one today to show you, but I've worn them all already. They are already my go-to shirt, so I'm gonna have to buy wow. more. I love them. They fit exactly the way I wanted them to. If anything, they fit better because it's not a 12 year old, like uh, <laughs> Hilton head shirt. It's like a new shirt and yeah. it's great. And I love it. And it looks cute with the, I'll, I'll take a picture of one and I'll send it and I'll put it on the pod. There's not a really good update, but I'm just saying it was worth it and it all worked out. <laughs> just to remind the listeners, these are plain gilded t-shirts. That extra Jordan cotton. Oh, not extra cotton, ultra cotton. If you're going to go to everydayshirt.com and get gildan shirts heavy cotton is lighter than the ultra cotton which i thought was going to be the opposite i thought i was going to get a nice thick white shirt that was thicker than that it's actually the opposite so just for everyone's reference and just to reiterate these are plain (laughs) shirts of different colors i have a purple one two yellow ones one light yellow and one dark yellow and i got um what was the other color a pink one okay (laughs) honestly i applaud you because you are saving money. You're mm-hmm. looking stylish and it's just a plain shirt. Like a lot of people will be like, well, I need this one with this cool, like, look at that cool logo on it. And then a year later, you're like, this logo is stupid as fuck. The, and, oh, and that's like it. the thing. And I didn't like, it's hard to find like good thrift shirts. And the, the problem was that like, I didn't want someone's camp shirt when I'm just like trying to look cute with like a tucked in nice fitting shirt with like a pair of jeans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Sometimes that's the look, but sometimes it's not the look. And I wanted to like walk into a situation. I promise you they're stylish. I can, I'll show you how to style them. I believe <laughs> you that they're stylish because it's a shirt. <laughs> no, I feel very attacked right now. <laughs> I just want to say, as we've said before, pants and a shirt always go together. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go wrong with pants and a shirt. <laughs> okay. Speaking of pants and a shirt, I've been looking at swimsuits. Why do we have to complicate everything? Right. There's like a million straps around the back. There's like the one shoulder that like swoops to the side and then there's like a triangle open. So it's like a bikini, but it's all one piece. Yeah. Also like the high-waisted bottoms are now like going up like far above your belly button. So then there's like an inch of space between where the top ends and the bottom begins. So it's like, why don't you just wear one piece then? Yeah. I just want a bottom and a top. (laughs) <laughs> I want the equivalent of pants and a shirt for a swimsuit. Agreed. I also think that what is wrong with like designing swimsuits where you can mix and match like yeah. truly because people's sizes aren't the same. They're not uniform. Right. No person is like this bottom and this top. You know what yes. I mean? So why not design swimsuits? If there is this, I'm sure there is. Someone send it to us in a DM because we'd love to whatever. <laughs> Unbox video. Yeah. I, I remember when I found out that there's a difference between like 
a women's swimsuit that is meant to be swam in and then the fashion women's swimsuit that is like not actually made of swimsuit material is probably actually very sheer when you get it in water and it has a lot of like hardware that isn't actually supposed to get wet let me tell you how many times have you wanted to wear a belt at the pool (laughs) or like what about like a big wooden like ring that's like right in between your breasts (laughs) okay also like how many times are you and I, regular people, wearing a swimsuit where we're not planning on getting wet? Right. Like, how many people are out there wearing fashion swimsuits that aren't, like, at one point stepping into the ocean or, like, wading in the pool? I think there are people who, like, go on vacation and don't swim. Which I'm, like, when I'm on vacation, I'm, like, a child. And I'm, like, yes. I'm here to look gross. I'm here to, like, not care about what's happening. I'm here to, like, be in the pool and do all the shit and get sunburnt. But some people go on vacation for, like, the gram. Yeah. But you can do both. Like, I want a swimsuit that looks hot. But not too hot so I can't wear it around my family. Yeah. And I also want to be able to body surf in it. Yeah. Because I want to, at the end of the day, take off my swimsuit in the outdoor shower and have like a bucket of sand come out of it. Yep. Because like you said, I'm here to look gross. Yeah, I am here to look gross. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to say like practicality doesn't have to mean it's ugly. Like you were saying, plain shirt, stylish. Yep. A lot of like traditional women's clothing is like you either get stylish or you get comfort and utility but you don't get both yeah oh another thing now that everyone's attacking me about plain shirts i'm attacking you (laughs) that my yellow shirt is going to be able to be worn for the rest of my life because i hate you for it (laughs) that's fine i'm just saying that like my like my other shirts that are like of, of a certain trend or like only can be worn in certain situations aren't gonna last me forever because eventually it's gonna be like well that's ugly but a yellow plain t-shirt I have been wearing yellow plain t-shirts from the the (laughs) beginning of my conception. I was born in a yellow t-shirt. I would say there's nothing worse than like looking in your closet at that one button up shirt, like Hawaiian shirt that you can only wear once a year, really. It's like an occasion shirt. And it has to be worn (laughs) semi-ironically. Yes. And like, you don't want to get rid of it because there are occasions where you want to wear it, but they only come up like once every three years. Yeah. And so it's just taking up hanger space and you just look at it and you're like, if someone saw this in my, my closet, they would think I was a fool. Yeah. But then the one time you wear it and it works, you look fucking cool. Then that one, like that one time every three years just like makes you not be able to get rid of it because you're like, well, when I do wear it, it is the fit. Julia, (laughs) do you want to take a break and then get into the make me? Yes, please. Welcome back to Make Me. Hi. This is a podcast where we do some shit. <laughs> uh, can you remind the shit that we you had to do this week? Yeah, I'll remind you of the shit that I did because I had another panic moment, which I have every time I have to do a Make Me, where it's like, I think I internalized what you told me to do. And then I realized after I did it and I come onto the podcast that I might have like done the wrong thing. Okay, but I also had the same panic where I was like, I think I gave Jordan a really vague explanation of what I meant and then when I started doing the research I was like I should have given this very specific phrase well I can't wait to find out what you (laughs) were thinking and then what I did but for context Julia told me at least I remember her telling me that she wanted me to make towel art the kind that you would find in like a hotel yes I think I said like towel and or napkin folding like on a cruise ship okay but okay okay then like when i started researching i was like i should have said like towel folding and like towel animals okay cool i made towel animals okay Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad that we were on the same page <laughs> now that you see behind the scenes of make me where we have no idea what we're doing Woo! okay so jordan did towel folding would you say that's accurate? Oh, yeah. I folded towels into the shape of animals, but we can get into that okay. later. I have a brief history with this. Before I get into it, though, this may seem like a random question. Have you ever been on a cruise? No, and I really want to. But Are now it really? just seems like a wrong time. <laughs> yeah, remember? I like kind of forgot that the like a, one of the big hotspots for COVID was that cruise ship. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. I listened to a podcast about a woman who was on that cruise ship. People were stranded for like a month, right? Are yeah, it's like, crazy. Giving them food and stuff. So the woman was like, we were really, really well taken care of, but she also was a um, a military wife. So I think oh. that they were getting priority. Yeah. I read something of like, it was this guy and his wife and they weren't allowed to leave their cabin, which is like, you know, a two foot by five foot yeah. den, dungeon. You don't go on a cruise to, for the cabin. <laughs> Right. And they just like dropped off meals like three times a day. And the meals were like worse than America's public school lunches. Fire fast. <laughs> anyway, the reason I ask is because I always associate towel, like fancy towel folding and like towel structures as a cruise ship thing. And so when I was doing research, I was looking at like where that began. Cause I don't yeah. know. Did you have that opinion or do we think of hotels? Um, I was thinking of like, a vacation i i have stayed with like in one of those like big vacation homes yeah and like where it's like 12 rooms and usually sometimes they'll like have like a swan or a dolphin or oh, something yeah, yeah, on yeah. like on everyone's bed yeah i also feel like it's like a disney thing too where they'll do like mm -hmm. mickey mouse yeah I i've seen it enough in lore like it's <laughs> i think it's a very common thing that like i knew exactly what it was in my head you know? yes i'm so glad that we were on the right page same yeah page. So I looked into it and, you know, towel folding is like often associated with like fancy vacations, like hotels, cruise ships, including base level fancy towel folding, which is like a stack of towels, like perfectly crisp. The toilet paper has the point and like the seal pressed into it. Yeah. Um, but we've all heard of like these towel animals, like that you walk into your room and all of a sudden there's like a gorilla on your bed or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> a gorilla. <laughs> And I found out that they, like, Carnival Cruises says they invented this. Really? And they were, like, the first people to do it 20 years ago. That sounds like some shit that, like, if no one else claimed it, I like, I would claim that I was the first one to do it. And there's, like, no disputed, like, facts. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I like, from what I could tell, no one has disputed it. Everyone's, like, Carnival Cruises started doing this about 20 years ago. And then everyone just, like, stole the idea. It seems like a pretty easy thing to like replicate, you know, like you see it yeah. once you're like, oh, I could do that. Yeah. So it's like very much like origami or like any of those other like folding technique things, which I guess is just origami. Yeah. <laughs> In my notes, I did say this is now called soft origami. Yes, soft origami. <laughs> Carnival Cruises says they invented the terry cloth folding technique to make whimsical terry cloth creatures. Okay. And they do things like frogs, swans, elephants, monkeys that like hang from a like a um, coat rack. And they use stuff around the rooms too. So like say you left your sunglasses on the bed, then they'll like put the sunglasses onto the elephant they made. Yeah, yeah. I've also seen, I just remember this. I've also seen like when you get takeout food from like a fancy place, they'll like make it into a swan. Yeah. The tinfoil. Mm -hmm. That's so fun. I love that. And Carnival Cruises says that they make like 10 million creatures are made every year on their cruises. And that each <laughs> is a each is a culmination of hours of training and creativity from Carnival's housekeeping staff. Imagine that being the thing that you've decided to track. I guess if you're like you're the inventor of towel art, <laughs> like I guess I would track it too, but plus they probably were like they were just like, how many rooms do you clean a day? Right. They didn't like track the animals. They were just like, you have to do this by contract. So. <laughs> right. It's like, we have this many rooms per ship. Yeah. And we know that like it gets done once per charter or whatever. Yes. Like, I don't know what to call it, but. <laughs> but I just like want to say like, that seems like a hell gig to me. Like, first off, you work on a cruise ship, which, like, I bet at first is really fun. And then it's just horrible, especially, like, housekeeping staff. All you're doing is cleaning up after these assholes who are, like, on a trip where they're, like, I get to be as dirty as I want because housekeeping is coming at any point in time. And I'm, like, not even here to be in my room. Yeah. And, like, everyone's drunk. All the kids are, like, on also sugar drunk. rushes and drunk <laughs> because, like, they just- International waters, baby. <laughs> They just like go past the ice cream machine and like squirt it into their mouth. <laughs> I know that from personal experience. <laughs> and like, then you have to clean these rooms and then they're like, oh, and by the way, you have to do hours of training to learn how to make a monkey out of towels. 
that seems exhausting, but I'll be damned if I wouldn't be the best. Like I wouldn't work to be the best like <laughs> towel art person that the crew has. Maybe it's like the only enjoyable part of their job. <laughs> it's gotta be. And like, I wonder what, I don't know if you know this, but I wonder what, like, are they allowed to just like pick out of their repertoire? Like Stacy just loves to make the monkeys. Stacy goes in and she's always <laughs> making monkeys. Kyle likes to do the stingrays, you know, like does everyone have like their specialty or is there like a, the, this, these rooms get like the, the, like do like the kids rooms get like the fun, like kid animals. Yeah. And then like the romantic rooms get like a heart and a teddy bear like with like rose petals, you know, towel. Yeah. I don't know about preferences, but I do know that Carnival Cruises has like a catalog of the ones that they teach their employees. And so much so that they have a book where like oh. they, they sell a book of how to do them. So I think they're like trained in a certain one and then you can just do whatever you want. Can okay. anyone buy the book or is this something that's like under lock and key? You can buy the book and it's like pro like $1 from every book goes to the St. Jude's Foundation or something. And that's how oh, they like seem like they're a good company. <laughs> right. It's like when it's like when the grocery store asks if you want to donate so that when they donate, they can get a big tax credit. Yes. It's and then it up. screams on like the self-checkout. It's like, do you want to donate a dollar? And it's like, you say no. And they're like, you said no. <laughs> so everyone knows. <laughs> to, the whole, to the whole grocery store. Like, it's like over fucking <laughs> asshole. 50 cents. It goes over the intercom. It's like, just so everyone knows, customer 47 today said no. <laughs> Plus I hate when the like cashier has to ask you because you know they ask every person and like nine times out of 10, they say no. Right. I, I just want to be like, I know it's for the tax credit. <laughs> I'd be like, actually, I don't. <laughs> thank you actually will you donate to me I'll, if, i won't give a donation but i will take a donation <laughs> you know it's like a dream that i have that i'll never fulfill is being an extreme couponer where it's like mm. you're so good at it that the grocery store owes you money at the end that is a dream that. doesn't that sound like fun to like scam the grocery store yeah of course i was gonna, i thought you were gonna say your dream is to be like the hundredth customer and then like they <laughs> like the confetti falls and like oh, you get some fun. kind of like thousand dollar reward or something that's like that's my biggest dream it's like do no work and still get the reward <laughs> you just like swipe your credit card and then you get slimed and like yeah. <laughs> the tone comes out of nowhere <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. but when i was looking up these towel folding like the towels themselves are cool like mm -hmm. i wouldn't think that you could it's not like oh i could see how that's a gorilla like it really looks like a gorilla hanging from your in your closet and that's yeah. fun but like the really the two things i could find of like employees doing it was the book the statement that 10 million of them are made and it's the culmination of hours of training which sounds like hell <laughs> and yeah, then there was a few grainy youtube videos that look like you know, like terrorist threat videos that are like all of a sudden the news cuts to them and it's like grainy footage of like a dungeon and something's <laughs> happening. It looked like that. And this it was is Carnival Cruise. Yeah. And it was some like <laughs> housekeeper being like, okay, now we're going to make the swan. And they like aren't really talking and they're just like folding. And it's like this like dark ass room. And then at the end, they're like, ta-da, here's a swan. <laughs> <laughs> they don't actually but show you. It's like off camera. <laughs> All you see is like its head. Yeah. <laughs> I was on a cruise one time. And if you don't have a, like, you can have a room that's below the surface of the water. That's what I would want. But also it's terrifying. But so it's, it's just dark all the time though. Or like, Does that cost more money or less money? Less money. But I like, I'm sure that they were just like in one of the like depth, the rooms right. in the depth of the cruise. And like, there was no light. And they just like, they have one of those lights, like in like a, a public like shower room at the pool where it's like covered in like mildew and like grayed with time yeah and you would think that like... they would at least go on deck like there's yeah. sun up there you can't like that cruise ship's huge you can't find a table where like this right. person can like do this in the daylight right they were just like in someone's actual room that they had paid for <laughs> That's so stupid. and it just like it made me so sad but i was like it seems like such a fun thing like when you're the recipient you're like oh my god wow they use my baseball hat right <laughs> then like having to do it you're like this is the fucking 12th frog i've had to make today so i did like a little towel folding is like relatively new apparently these fucking towel animals so i did like a little research about napkin folding which i thought was interesting and like i won't go deep into it but 
it's like weird that like you know like fancy napkins like when you show up at like a fancy restaurant or whatever and there's like a fan on your table or whatever yeah this was seen as like the height of class <laughs> in the 16th century and that's like oh. when it was invented <laughs> wait i want i want the timeline of utensils that's a, speaking of make me's i forgot <laughs> i did utensils and folded napkins and like yeah and like how do they line up was it pre-fork or after fork when they brought the fork from <laughs> europe to italy <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know also like 16th century florence italy was like where napkin folding happened i don't know when they eat their spaghetti spaghetti um there's like a few interesting things 16th century it was like really fashionable amongst the wealthy because like you walk in and it's not only like a really delicious like fancy dinner it's like everything to the t is perfect Mm -hmm. and they did like these like linen centerpieces so like you would have a tablecloth but then also like a fucking like crumple of like tablecloth that was like a bunch of animals or like geometric shapes or whatever but the coolest thing i found was that at weddings it was fashionable to lay out napkins for your guests and like the different there'd be two shapes and it would determine if you were like part of the groom's party or the bride's party oh fun that sounds kind of fun yeah it's so oh and also like during the golden age of napkin folding there was a school in nuremberg only for napkin folding what and so if you were like in the butler if you were like training to be a butler or like a maid you would go to this school for a year and learn how to like do fancy napkin folding a year i guess (laughs) (laughs) i at first i thought like I was thinking like Butler University and then like there was like the napkin folding school like you're you're a, ma- a napkin folding major yeah. and you go to the napkin folding school and like that's <laughs> your that's your concentration. It that'd be so funny. My concentration yeah. is like crumbing a table like one of those little like crumb slider things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, apparently it stopped being like su- now it's kind of like seen as like tacky or like super high class. I wouldn't say tacky, but like spending time on like the aesthetic precision of a table isn't really done anymore it's just like make sure it's clean make sure it's uniform but it doesn't need to be like every little intricate detail i feel like if you went to a very fancy place and you saw it, you'd be like okay that's right but then if you yeah. went to like a medium fancy place and they were doing it but they didn't use the best materials you'd be like well that's kind of tacky like they just took right. like <laughs> this shit and like put it together and like they're trying to make me think that it's more fancy than it really is yeah. you know but, like, there's never been a time where I just see, like, a square folded napkin and say, fuck this place. It's right, <laughs> right, exactly. Like, if it's a cloth napkin, that's all I need for it to be fancy in my mind. I want to know the correlation between folded napkinry and, like, the places that have shaped butter. Like, butter in the shape mm. of something. Yeah, like, uh, you can buy, like, a butter turkey. Butter baller? A butter turkey. I like little like ones that you don't know if it's soap or butter. That should be a thing. You know how like it's like dating or siblings or like whatever. I think there should be butter or soap. Oh my God. Yes. There's also that there's a subreddit called like forbidden candy. Oh yeah. Forbidden (laughs) snacks. Something like that where it like looks like you want to eat it, but you can't. The home of Tide Pods. There was a bar near me that sold a drink called the Tide Pod. Oh my gosh. I tell you about the, the, um, the, the bar in Cleveland that got in a lot of trouble because they had a, a fentanyl drink that had like it was like fake it was like had like rock candy or something in it and they oh, also got in a lot of trouble because they had a tampon drink that had a real tampon applicator in it <laughs> like like just like a plastic <laughs> tampon applicator in the drink and basically they got they got all this backlash on social media and they were like okay well clearly you guys aren't the audience for us like our audience is a little bit younger so like maybe yeah. you guys just don't get the joke and like that was like their apology what the fuck uh, the best was there's a drink that I've seen in some places, but at first I saw like at the sports bar, it's called the shark attack. It's basically Shirley Temple, but all of the grenadine, that's not what it's called, the red mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. is in a plastic shark that's standing upright in your drink. So you get a clear drink with a shark in it and then you take the shark out and you dump the shark into <sighs> the drink. So then there's like a shark and like blood, basically. I love that. But it's just a Shirley Temple. <laughs> oh, fun. Yeah, it's fun. Anyway. Sharks are animals. <laughs> Sharks towel are animals. folding animals. <laughs> That's all I have to say about towel folding. It's like a, it's a relatively new art form, but it's based in napkin folding and like high yeah. society. That makes sense. That's fun. I like that. And, yeah. and that is like, that seems like the tra- trajectory. I will say I don't believe carnival uh, 
I was gonna say airlines, <laughs> boat lines. I don't know. Carnival cruises. I don't. I don't really think that they actually invented it, but I will let them say that they did. Right. I'm sure they just like popularized it. Right. Like you're telling me that like you said it was 20 years ago. You're telling me that before 20 years ago, no one took like a piece of fabric and turned it into something. Right. Origami's been around forever and no one was like, hey, that sheet is the same shape as the paper. Right. Like you're telling me that we because remember there was like soft origami that was like you got the paper wet. And then when you when it was done, it was more like a like a a rounder kind of shape. You're telling me that we got paper wet before we like took a piece of cloth and made something out of it. (laughs) Yeah, that's ridiculous. You're right. Fuck you, Carnival Cruises. (laughs) Um, Okay. do you want to hear about what I uh, about my time doing it? Yes, I would love to. Okay. I'm going to send you a picture. Um, you don't have to look at it just yet, but just so you have it now. So okay. I, I don't want to repeat myself. I say this every single time. I waited to the last minute to do it. I thought that I like this is one that was like similar to origami and even Rube Goldberg. That's like the most extreme example where I thought I was just going to be able to walk into the situation and then like do it and then walk away. Yeah. So that's why I, I waited to the last minute. Um, so I watched a couple videos to see like what was up and I saw some and I was the first thing that I was doing wrong was that I thought I could just jump into doing it. I thought I like had a towel. I was like, okay, I have a single towel and I'm just going to make whatever that like the thing came up. Cause it was like a compilation of like five different ones. You can make this woman made really fast. And I tried to follow along. Thing that annoyed me. The first thing was that you need more than one towel to do, to make most of the things. Yeah, you do. Cause that made me upset. You need a big towel and then like a hand towel. Yes. Now, this implies that I have towels that have a big towel and then a matching hand towel. <laughs> now, I'm not the type of person to have a matching towel set. I live with somebody who is the type of person to have a matching towel set, Ooh. but that's just not me. Yeah, you know? I think also, like, how many people do you know in their 20s that have... I have, like, a towel I bought when I needed a towel, and then I, like, inherited another towel, and I have hand towels because I was like, I guess when my guest comes over, they need a hand towel. <laughs> right, Exactly. I have three towels that are like mine and all three of them are like were found items. You yes. know what I mean? Like that I somehow inherited. I think I bought one towel for when I went to college and that's one of the towels I use. Yeah. And the rest are like towels that were given to me or I found. I don't know how gross that is, but I also think that it's a little bit like what I don't care. And it also like un- unleashed this whole like, remember like our idea of minimalism like three years ago when we're like oh I just want like the wooden utensil set and I want the nice linen set and we've talked about so much about minimalism on this podcast I'm not going to go deep into it but I'm just saying that I'm adapting and I'm like anti that form of of minimalism now like fully anti that and I'm more like no I want to just keep the stuff I have because for a while I was like I want to get rid of my three towels and get like a nice set I'm kind of like I have three towels. Like, right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> anyway, use what that's you have until it's tattered and then get rid of it. Yeah. Um, so I did put together. Um, oh, the other thing was white towels. Like, no human being who just owns towels has white towels unless you do. And I'm sorry. Wait, my mom prefers white towels because she was like, I can get them as dirty as I want and I can just bleach them. Whereas, oh. like, if you wipe mascara on something, it's like really hard to get mascara off of a towel yeah but if you do it on a white towel you can just bleach it that's smart i take back what i said sorry margo you're right only margo's right (laughs) i would never own a white towel set (laughs) right i for one don't have matching towels let alone a white towel and a set of matching white towels so i did have to improvise and i used my partner's like gray towel set so go ahead and open up your phone to see the picture that i sent you nathan was taking a bath last night and i made him some little (laughs) towel art oh my god a little swan. Yeah. So I made this one because I had a different idea of what I want to do with this make me, but I have this problem with most of my hobbies where I'll like think of a better spin on it. And then I'll yeah. try to do my spin on a hobby before I learn the basics. So it's <laughs> like, you know what? I'm going to make the most well-known, well, at least I, this is what I thought was like the w- most yeah. well-known form of like towel art, you know, was I the think swan. the swan is the most well-known. Yeah. And I think I, I think I did a pretty good job. It looks really good. Thank you. I also tried making a stingray, and that one just like wasn't as cool because the stingray was like flat, you know. Right. Um, two things to note. One of them is that I didn't realize how close it was going to be to origami, because watching the like tutorials for different kind of animals, I realized that like remember how in origami I was talking about how like you have certain kinds of folds that you just like do in different order to get yeah, to what yeah. you're doing. Basic, same basic idea with, um 
the the towel folding like I realized that like there's rolling and there's like folding in half there's this kind yeah. of fold that you just do the other thing is I didn't realize that I was gonna like it again like <laughs> I think I just like really like folding things it's so fun to turn something flat into something 3d that's like yeah interesting you know also like I didn't really think about it at all when I gave you the make me and then I was like oh this is just as you said soft origami <laughs> it's yeah just like towel origami the only bummer is that you have to take it apart but I think that's like the beauty of it because like with origami paper origami like you can't like you can't really take it apart to reform it into something else because it already has the creases and it's not there's no fun in like taking it apart and putting it back together um so this way I think that this is fun because I kind of really love temporary art that's like meant to be destroyed that way you don't have to feel bad about it and also like I still have origami pieces I don't know what to do with they're just like in a like in my craft box and it's like a bummer because like they can't just be out all the time, you right. know? It's like the beauty of a sandcastle. You know that one day it's going to get washed away. Yeah. Into the sea. <laughs> and it's temporarity. Temporarity. <laughs> <laughs> what? The temporal nature of it is what makes it beautiful. Right. Um, okay. So then here, here is where it comes in. Like, I finally was like, okay, I made it. I can do it. I know, what I know the basics now of, like, making towel art. When I first thought of the make me, I wanted to make something I liked more because, like I said, my towels aren't very nice. They're small. I don't really have matching set. But I want I have we Nathan and I have these IKEA like waffle blankets that are the best blanket. We have them in three colors. We want them in more colors. They're just like the best blanket. And yeah. I was like, that would be it would be really really cute to like turn those into little animals. That'd be so fun. So I made one. I fu- I found I because the problem was I had to find towel folding art that was made with one towel and then adapt it into a blanket I thought I was going to make three of them because we have three of the blankets but I made one and I'm obsessed with it this is my child oh Oh, no he's missing an eye he has one eye this is my kid (laughs) I made it and I realized it was perfect baby size oh my god I carried around like this it's like (laughs) as if as if a teddy bear was made out of a blanket. So yeah. like there's little arms, there's a bandana. I'm assuming that like makes it have a neck. The mm-hmm. ears are like rubber banded into little like tufts. Yep. And it has a horrifying face. You described it very well. Okay. Also, I just want to point out the natural nose that was made. Yeah, that's great. Uh, go on Instagram. You'll see pictures. So this is my baby. I want, I need help naming them. Um, because I don't know what to name them. I think it needs to li- live a little bit longer so I can figure it out. But it's made completely of a single blanket, rubber bands, and some extra accessories. I'm going to show you yes. their anatomy. Um, so we've got some feet down here, which I think are adorable and cute. They are cute, and it looks like it's wearing those Justin Bieber pants that, like, the crotch is too low. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then we have its little ears that are also rebanded on, and I added some little hair clips to them. Yep. I made a, I, I cut out some eyes and a mouth. Um, it, it does has have like a bandana. Five teeth. <laughs> it has like five teeth. It is missing a tooth. <laughs> they are missing a tooth. Um, it does have a rubber band underneath, so this can, this can, we can change this, whatever we want. I, pl- I put like a, um. I put a tie on, I could put a bow tie on it. It does have a scrunchie. Um, and then its belt is a pride yeah. sweatband because they are gay, obviously. Um, <laughs> and this are. is my baby. Wow. I and love. I'm obsessed with I'm obsessed with them. And I like I'm really sad because this is like the blanket I put like this is do you ever have like a supplemental blanket on top of your comforter? Yeah. Because like your comforter is just not cold or warm enough, but it just needs a little extra. Yeah. This yeah, is my yeah. go-to blanket. And now it's my baby that I just like can't get rid of, you know? <laughs> and you can just like snuggle the baby. And then don't, didn't you say you have two other versions of this blanket? Yeah, but now I kind of want sibling. I want the baby to have siblings. We'll see. We'll see how I this one say, First off, this is very impressive. It looks like a little teddy bear slash human being. But also I'm worried that you've become unhinged. <laughs> I am worried too. Like I'm obsessed with how long its legs are. Like look at these legs. It's all legs. And I'm okay. The part that like really freaked me out, I'm not gonna lie, is like I held it like a baby and I was like, I want, like, I, like, want to protect this thing. I, I can't, like, not oh hold it like a God. baby. I gotta make sure I'm, like, holding it. I'm holding their neck. <laughs> I, I love I have to them. say, like, if I walked into your house and that thing <laughs> was on the couch, I would scream. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're very beautiful. You did a great job birthing it. Thank you. Um, The eyes are ludicrous, and it has missing teeth, which I love. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I think that I, I really need help thinking of a name. 
Um, so if anyone wants to help me out, like, let me know, just text me or DM me. My first thought, just one of many options, I'm sure, is Esteban. Esteban's a good name. It's what a little mask for me. think of him, of them? Nathan loved them. It's definitely my child. Nathan doesn't want to help raise it. <laughs> oh, wait, I, I wanted to, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. I wanted, I wanted to get Nathan's raw reaction to the swan. Um, so I asked him and this is what he said. What, about it? <laughs> what did you think about it? This is fun. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. No, it's a swan. <laughs> <laughs> rave, rave Only- review for my towel art. I think your towel art was great. And the only thing that I think it was lacking is not your fault. I think they use like crisp towels. Yeah, and they use like fluffy white towels. And you're like, this is luxury. And then the towel's like kind of stiff. Yeah. It's not like a big fluffy towel. Yeah. And so like they probably like ironed them and starched them or whatever. Yeah. And that's what I- easier to fold into form. That's definitely what I was thinking. I was kind of like, mm no matter what I produce at this point, it's not going to look as good because like either it's these gray blue towels or like my towels from college, which like just aren't like the same, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think you did a really good job. I just would say like, it wasn't as crisp of lines as like a carnival cruise because you didn't spend hours like bleaching and starching your towel. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't major in towel art. I majored in sweeping. Sweeping. I majored in folding that towel over my arm when I'm pouring wine. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's like my biggest. I like to do that when I'm like, when people are over or when we used to have people over and you, I like would pour someone a drink no matter what it was. I would like take my arm and like pour it over my arm. <laughs> I love doing it with a box wine. I love to like take yes. the box wine and like put it over my arm and press the button for people. Yes. I also love having like a dish towel over my shoulder when I'm cooking, even though I like, even if I never use it, I like having it there because I yeah. feel like I fit the role. Exactly. <laughs> So how do you feel? How do you rate yourself? And will you do this again? I feel really good about it. I probably will do it again. Like I said, I got really shocked about like liking it. Like it brought me joy, which is like, I'm going to say it again. I say it every time. This is what the podcast is about. Discovering new things about yourself and trying new things. But um, I'm obsessed with my baby and it was fun and cute and stupid and like silly. And like, I, I'm sure you've experienced this. When I went in, I was like kind of begrudgingly going into it because I was like, ugh, gotta do my job for my hobby. <laughs> yeah. But then, then I like, then I went all, like, as you can see with the baby, I like went all out. Like I couldn't stop adding things to it. Like, yes, I could have just made the swan and walked away. Like I've done make me's yeah. with less effort. And I could, <laughs> I could have just like taken the picture of the swan, walked away, played some video games. But then I started making the my baby and I couldn't stop. Like I started pulling out accessories out of my closet. Oh my God. I, I did different, like different like iterations. I did different like placement of the accessories. No judgment, but all judgment. You calling it your baby is really concerning to me. <laughs> they are my baby. It's baby size. I don't know what to say. Like when you guys see it on Instagram, you'll see it is my baby. It looks just like me too. <laughs> yeah, especially the teeth. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I feel great. great job. Thank you. I'm going to give myself out of 10 carnival cruises. Ooh. I give myself, honestly, I give myself like a nine and a half. I Hell think yeah. that I would, only, I would give myself a 10 if I actually made a series of like cute stuffed animals out of all three of our blankets, which was like the original goal. But I got really obsessed with baby. I mean, you built a love connection, which is, that's like the epitome of a successful make me. Right. Why would I, why would I love three babies, one third each of the amount that I love the one I do now? Right. (laughs) I also would say I love Rumo's face in the swan picture where he's looking at it like, what the fuck is that? He was very concerned. I I definitely interrupted him, but I wanted Nathan to get out of his bath and like come like and, go, and enter his room as if like he was entering like a hotel room for the yes. first time <laughs> yes <laughs> great job thank you oh i just want to say that if i i meant to say this before i'm jumping all over the place today if i were going to go on a cruise i'd want to be an alaskan cruise i want to see oh icebergs. God, me too if i want to go to central america like i would just go to florida i know it's not central america but like i feel like the pictures all look the same that is the worst thing you've ever said to me. As somebody who's been to Central, who lit, I don't want to say lived in Central America for three months, but I was in Central America for three months. And you think it's just the same as Florida? All the pictures I see, it looks exactly like Belize. Okay, but the pictures and the experience are different. Is it though, if you go to like the Keys of Florida, like 
I mean, I wasn't a very American. Full of white Americans. So was Belize. (laughs) Well, (laughs) is it a culture shock at all? Like Florida is just like America. Like you're not experiencing any other culture. You're not experiencing like a new place, a new country. I I I think I guess what I'm saying is like if I was gonna go to a tourist destination. Yeah. Like I would just go to Florida because the tourist destinations in say like Mexico, where it's like resorts, where it's a bunch of like it's white people working or like the native people working for white people, you yeah. know, like that's how it felt in Belize. It was like when I was there, like a lot of people were starting to retire there. There's a lot of like Americanized oh, yeah. resorts where like they were just exploiting like the local population and not paying enough money so that people in the United States could get the exact same experience for less money. True. Yeah. But in Alaska, hopefully you'll see some bears right yeah and it'd be i don't know that's just me i'm this, going I on alaskan wrong. cruise too let's do it let's go oh my gosh <gasps> make me cruise and we could record on the cruise yes and we can interview a bear oh my god okay everyone start telling your friends okay before we end the podcast i also want to like reiterate i know at the end of the podcast we talk about like how like giving us a review telling your friends i want to start like being more forward about that here in the pod tell your friends about the podcast we're having a really good time we're producing this we want more people to hear about it yes and we will have more like we love hearing about you all listening to it we love hearing your reviews and it would be a great like motivational push to have more listeners and to reach a larger audience to know that we should keep doing this yeah we're we're gonna keep doing it we're sticking around we just we want you guys to know that we want you to listen and wouldn't it be fun if you could talk to your friends about the podcast? Like, I love talking to Jordan about the podcast we listen to. Exactly. All right. Well, is there anything else? Oh, wait. We didn't, you didn't, I didn't give you a make me yet. Yes. Okay. Hold on. Give me one whole second. Okay, Julia, are you ready for your make me? I'm ready. Okay. I know that this is one that we've always tried to push on a guest and never picked it up. So I kind of just like have been itching for it. I really want you to make a hat and wear it for a day. Oh, hell yeah. I can do that. Okay. I'm and so hat excited. is open to interpretation, as always. Hat open to interpretation. <laughs> awesome. I'm so excited. Cool. I'm excited to see what you do. Thanks. And I've made me for the listeners. Okay. Which is to start a trust fund for Jordan and I to go on a cruise. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> Alaskan cruise. <laughs> all yeah. inclusive don't forget we want the we want we want to put the money down for the food and the drink at the beginning so that we don't Honestly, have to worry about it later if you all put together twenty dollars each that would be like a hundred dollars <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right guys until next time i love you bye bye hey guys it's jordan and julia thanks for listening to this episode we hope you enjoyed it for content related to this episode, follow us at Make Me Pod on Instagram. And you can hear episodes each week on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you find us anywhere else, please let us know. You can also send us your questions, comments, make me suggestions, pictures of your dog, or requests for unlicensed medical advice to makemepod at gmail.com. And don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, rate, etc., etc. That's how we get discovered. Please, we need to be clicked. But for real, leave a comment so we know you love us. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>